welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and as always, I am joined with Ken Hester. Ken, how are you doing today, sir? What's up? Doing good. good. It's just me and you today, Just bro. me and you. That's it. That's <laughs> it. It's just a... Last week, last week I got subbed in for Steve right. and then this week Jamie's actually in Orlando, so she's listening to us in Orlando mm-hmm. right now with with Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, hey, welcome to everybody who are listening to the podcast, and as always, we want you to like this podcast, subscribe to it, share it, five and stars, people, five star rating is All always day. a good thing, five and stars. we we absolutely love our listeners, and we hope that you're finding this to be very helpful to you and. Most of you are probably coming off of your Easter buzz at the moment. Mm-hmm. We're now uh, about two weeks post Easter, right? Uh, and so, yeah, how do you, how do you feel about Easter this year, Ken? You know, it's it felt better because last year we didn't have Easter, so I guess there's nowhere to go but up at that <laughs> yeah, right. at that point. But uh, but it still felt, you know, it, obviously it's different. Yeah, you know, so it's it's how. How do you communicate well to both online and in person? Because mm-hmm. uh, now you have two audiences. You mm-hmm. know, in, in the yeah. natural, I, I was able to host this weekend. So the natural tendency is just to connect with all the people that you haven't seen in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I then know. I tried my best not to forget there's still another you know, 100 plus, 200 plus people that are joining online. So yeah. that, was, that was unique. Yeah. And you kind of hit it about communication. And I guess our one big thought today, Ken, is what? Yeah, the the value of information and inspiration. Yep. So it's not one or the other, but it's both that that creates action. Yeah, and I think it's a very timely podcast because, as you just said, we're kind of coming back to more and more in person. And hopefully, wherever you're listening from, hopefully you're experiencing that as well. Whereas Ken just said, last year, Easter was pretty much virtual for everybody, (laughs) almost around the world. Just everybody was pretty much online, except for maybe a few. And now this year, fast forward a year later, there's still some that are just online. There are some that are kind of hybrid like we are. There's a few that are back fully in person. But as we do that, how we communicate to leaders, to volunteers, to our staff, Mm -hmm. and to our church. It really is important. I like those two words, information and inspiration. So before we kick this off, Ken, define those two words for us uh, in a way that we're going to use them today. Yeah. I mean, information is, if you think about it, it's kind of like the news. The news gives you information on a regular basis. They just tell you what's going on, but there's not really a call to action. And there's, there's very little inspiration. Like I, I very, very rarely watch the news and feel inspired, right? (laughs) You know? So, uh, but then the inspiration is kind of like a movie. So you go to a movie, you're inspired, you want to, you're encouraged, you're challenged, you're, you you want it, you maybe want to do something, but they don't really give you any action steps out of it. Mm-hmm. So information and inspiration, you see kind of the juxtaposition of the two, but as leaders and as ministry leaders, as staff, how do we put those two things together in order to create action within our people? Yeah. So what happens in your opinion when we give, let's just talk about staff for a moment. Mm-hmm. If we just give staff just information with no inspiration, what do you think happens? Yeah. I mean, to the staff, not Usually it's just like, all right, I don't know what to do. You know, you sit around, you, you you gather that information, but then you go, all right, well, I'm glad that you've got it all figured out, Pastor. Do you <laughs> yeah, need me to what? actually do anything with that, or yeah, are you and, just telling me? In a church context, information would be like, hey, here's what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what's happening in the church. Or it could even be just constant information about who we are as a church. Right. Like just, just hey, remember, this is this is who we are as a church. This is who we are as a church. All right, so, so information you leave 
feeling maybe overwhelmed a little bit yeah. of information, information overload, mm-hmm. uh, non-inspired, obviously, wondering what to do next. So now go to the other side. What about a leader who gets up and all they do is inspire basically or... TED Talks like every time, <laughs> yes. you know, just pure inspirational talk. How does that affect the staff? Person? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for both, it's like, again, if you're, if you're information overload or you're just telling them what to do, then there's a decision to be made. It's a yes or no, not I want to be a part of that or not. Again, I'm not inspired to, to take action or to do anything. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, well, now I have a choice. If it's information, right. I have a choice to be engaged or to not be engaged. And then if it's overly inspiration, then there's, there's no action items out of that. Or I, I may be leaving with, so what is exactly that you want to do? Like you've told me all of the why I should be a part of this, but you haven't told me what I need to do from here. Yeah. I kind of think about it in context. Like I know a lot of dynamic speakers Mm -hmm. and I I know a lot of times I'll sit down. I'm like, I can't wait to hear this guy speak. And he speaks and you're like, ah, I feel so good. But then you're like, I'm not sure what he just said though. Like I just, (laughs) it's too smooth. Yeah. You kind of walk away feeling like I could conquer the world, but then, I'm not sure how to do that. What am I feel, supposed to do with that? I feel again? really good. Yeah. So what we're talking about is basically the, a balance between having both information and inspiration and keys to effective communication. So mm-hmm. we made it real simple. It's a ABC approach on yeah. creating action. Uh, so Ken, tell us what is the A? Yeah. And the key to this is to remember it is ABC, but it doesn't necessarily always flow in this order. Right. But you know, just easy ways to remember it is ABC. So A is obviously be action oriented. Make sure that you give your staff, you give ministry leaders, you give people in general an action step. Sign up for this group, uh, give, uh, join a, a small group or join a volunteer team. Like these are your action steps. Make sure that you're action oriented in in the way that you communicate. Mm-hmm. The B is be bold in your ask. I think sometimes yeah. as leaders, we don't want to hurt people's feelings or do we don't want to over challenge them, but then we end up falling short or we say no for them. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of young leaders, in fact, I was talking to a lot of our staff, ironically enough over the last week about like, let people tell you no, like don't, (laughs) don't let, don't, don't assume it's going to be a no, especially when it comes to what we're stuck in right now as volunteers. Mm -hmm. And so we got some young leaders that are like, you know, uh, I don't think they'll do it. It's like, well, did you ask them? It's like, well, no, but I'm pretty sure they won't. We'll let them tell you no. <laughs> like, don't, right. don't. So you got to be bold enough. Yeah, you got to be bold in your ask and let people make their own decision on it. All right, so what's the C? And then be clear in your delivery. Yep. So you've got to be clear. And I think you've got to be concise in that delivery as well. So it's almost like a double C. Yeah, clear and you concise. Can be, you can be clear, but uh, you know, we've all had those conversations or lunches that go an hour and a half when there really should only be 30 minutes yeah. because it's not concise. And maybe what they're saying is clear, or you've got a host that's up on stage, or you're sending out an email or something like that, and there's just too much information. It may be clear in in what you're trying to say, but it's not concise enough where people will read it or listen to the whole thing. Yeah, and the, I think the one thing that's coming to my mind right now as an encouragement to leaders is in order to be an effective communicator, whether it's for your staff or just a one-on-one leader or your church, uh, what I keep coming back to is you got to be prepared as the leader. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why a lot of leaders fall short in effective communication is because they don't prepare for meetings That's true. or they just wing it. Yeah. You know, like, like I prepare a lot for our meetings. Mm-hmm. People might not realize that, but it's like, I prepare a long time for our meetings. Yeah. We prepare for this podcast. <laughs> we prepare for this podcast, <laughs> you know, I, but I get put together presentations and, yep. you know, make it personal and have it on track. And, but it takes a long time to do it. But, 
versus the times when I don't, because yeah. I'm not perfect, you know. I mean, Absolutely. My wife is agreeing <laughs> right now. Right yeah. now right? <laughs> so there's times where I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm last minute. Mm-hmm. Massive difference in effective communication. Yes. I mean, massive difference. So having your notes, having it laid out, having it spelled out, preparing it ahead of time, practicing it ahead of time even. Yep. Like I practice my meetings. People don't realize that either. I actually go to the room ahead of time almost always, even in our, some of our smaller meetings, and just practice the yep. meeting. Or, or in the car, the just speaking it. Yeah. Yep. Well, making sure like like things work. Yeah, TV's working. <laughs> you know, ironically enough, we're recording a podcast in a new way because I forgot the SD card <laughs> at home. I forgot the micro SD card at home. And so we're, it took us like 15 minutes to realize, I think I can do it this way. Yep. But, you know, prepared makes the world a difference. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got people listening, mostly in ministry. Um, how did Jesus do this? Because well, we're going to model somebody. We don't want them to model me or you or for sure. somebody, you know. But let's, let's did, you know, what, how did Jesus do this? I mean, he knew his audience for sure, right? So we know when he's, t- when he's talking to thousands, he's giving parables, which is inspirational um, yeah. in nature, mm-hmm. right? So he's giving them practical. He's telling them a story. He's being clear. He's being concise. He's telling them a story. Um some of it is not actually action-oriented for the larger crowd, but he made it very action-oriented. He made it very bold um, for his disciples. And in later conversations, again, as you're a ministry leader, as you're a staff person, you got to think of yourself as like, who is your audience? Who are you talking to? Yeah. You still want to be inspiration. You still want to have information. But sometimes that boldness or sometimes that action needs to be in a smaller group. Yeah, and sometimes the action, because what you just said about Jesus is, is true, but he also, sometimes the action is more subtle. Mm-hmm. It's like, just treat people with kindness. Well, that's an action. <laughs> yeah. So he gave his disciples like direction, action, mm-hmm. like, hey, go here, do this, say this, act this way. To the masses, he would, you know, parable, parable um, somewhere on the Mount, for example, yeah. it was a huge one, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't necessarily, let's all go like turn the city upside down. It was, Hey, let's go show mercy. Let's go. Let's have the beatitudes. This is how we live our life. So, woven within his parables were also these subtle actions as well, mm-hmm. uh, not just the information of well, God said this, so do it. Right. right. There's more to it, it than that. Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, you even see how the Trinity from the Old Testament to the New Testament it becomes relational, right? So it wasn't just the Ten Commandments, right? Like do these things, right? But this is the inspiration behind it, and even the why behind you should do the the why behind what you're doing. So, talk to us a little bit about when we communicate. We often give the what and not the why, which is true, right? Here's mm-hmm. what you need to do. Here's what we're doing. Here's what you should be doing. Often, we don't lead with the why or the vision behind it. So, what happens when we give them both the what and the why? Yeah, let's take a practical practical example of um, just going to whatever your next steps class is, right? Whether it's a starting point or whether it's a growth track or whether it's next steps, you're a lot of times we'll communicate to people. This is what you should be a part of without giving them the why of why they should be a part of it or, or, or even answering the felt need of why it, it brings value to them as an individual. So we're telling them you should do this. You should do this. This is going to make you a better person, but we're not actually communicating to them why they should maybe give up that that time to do it. And I think when we start thinking through the value add to the individual, 
you're, you really you put yourself in the seat of the person that's listening to you, not just the owner of the of the meeting, right? Yeah. So if I, for example, I am over our, our next steps, our starting point. So I'm thinking through right now, I've created this curriculum. I've created this opportunity for people to know more about our church and to find them, find themselves in our church. But if I only communicate, this is how you make this church your home, then, then they don't understand the why of what the yeah. benefit, the value add to them is. Yeah, and and really, when you do what and why together, it gives them enough information to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So back to that example of somebody coming to the church new. Here's here's why you should join our church, right? Mm-hmm. All these reasons why, but they also need to know. Well, what is your church all about? Yep. And then they can ask questions. But I'm going to close with this statement here because it, you kind of hit on it. I'm going to put on my John Maxwell hat real quick because this is a <laughs> a big. I, I love kind of this attitude and statement, but it's all about adding value to people. Mm-hmm. And when you communicate well, it's adding value to people because it's showing people that you've thought enough to give them everything they need to do their job. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important as we lead staff and lead leaders or ministries. If we want our people to do their job at their best ability, they need to have clear communication. Mm -hmm. They need to have action. They need to have an ask. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I need you to do. And real clear and concise in how they do that. So adding value to people and if you add value to people, hey, they're going to follow you even in your bad meeting moments, but they're going to follow you. You know, They're going to take it from there, and they're going to move forward. So, well, hey, Ken, thank you for uh, bringing this idea to this podcast yeah. this week, and yeah, we'll be back again sure. next week uh, with Jamie with us from back from vacation, um, Tan, Tan from being in Florida. Maybe she'll bring his Mickey hats. I know, Mickey hats and everything like that. But, uh, but yeah, so hey, information and inspiration, very important concept for leaders. Thank you for joining us on this episode. As always, make sure you like, subscribe, share this, rate it, reach out to us, let us know you're listening, and we look forward to hearing uh, having you on our next episode. Uh-huh.